welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word of Law broadcast today. I'm going to continue on the subject of carriers of the glory. We are carriers of the glory of God. Let's start in Isaiah chapter 16, verse 1 through 5. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Say, Glory to God, the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Hallelujah. I am a carrier of the glory of God. And let's understand that we are carriers of the glory and that we can take the glory of God and let it manifest in other people's lives. I believe that we're not supposed to just have it in church meetings, but we're supposed to take that glory out to a lost and dying world, that we can change their lives, that they can see the manifestation of the Holy Ghost and understand that God loves them, that he wants them to be delivered, He wants them to be set free from everything that's binding them in their life to go forth and to be set free just as we are in the church and to go forth with healing power, miracles, signs, and wonders and let God manifest himself in these last days because revival is coming to this land. And when it does, it's time for the church to rise up and let people see the glory of God. That is going to be what's going to bring people in. Because we can try to do it on our own, but the Holy Ghost can do more in one minute than we can do in a hundred years. I've been in church meetings, and I've been in church meetings, and I've been in church meetings, but I've been in some church meetings, and I've been in some places where the glory of God manifested, and I wasn't in a church, but I was a carrier of the glory, and the church went with me, And that's when the greatest things that I've seen in my life took place. Now see, let's look at chapter, uh, let's look at verse 2, not chapter, I'm sorry. Verse 2, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. He's saying that the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. He wants people to see the glory of God upon the church, upon individuals that will allow that glory to manifest and go out and see miracles, signs, wonders, healings, different things that the Lord wants to do, special miracles, see special faith and manifestation, working of miracles. Now, this is what happened with Jesus and John told his disciples to go, and uh, we discussed this earlier, that John said, go ask Jesus, is he the Christ? And Jesus said, the dead are raised, the deaf hear, the lamb walk, the blind see, the poor have the gospel preached unto them. He said, I am the Christ, go tell him I am. That's what he was saying. So in other words, he's wanting us to manifest ourselves in the lives of other people is the way he did. Now, people are looking for 
miracles and signs and wonders. They're looking for the supernatural. They're not looking for just old religion. And his glory will be seen upon you. And they, and he's saying that he wants us to go out and let people see the glory upon us. To believe for the anointing. To believe that when we go out that it will be manifested. Now I was in a, a revival meeting in Louisville, Kentucky. And I've ministered on this before. And this is what the Lord showed me then. I had... Uh, come out of there and I was so full of the Holy Ghost I could I mean I, I was like overflowing just and saying Lord use me the way you want to use me make me the minister you want me to be I stepped out the doors and I was, was going to walk to my car got arrested by the Holy Spirit I stopped dead in my tracks looked at a guy that was on a park bench he said that man needs healing and walked over to him and I said the Lord wants to heal you I said what is the, the physical ailment that you have he said, I have diabetes. Laid hands on him, instantly healed. I said, and, and you could tell he was instantly healed. I walked down the street 100 feet, seen this guy that was talking to these two ladies. He looked at me and he said, he could see the glory of God upon me. And he said, I want what you've got. I walked over to him, got him born again. He, I led him to the Lord and he was completely changed in that very instant. This took about 15 minutes, I think, 10 or 15 minutes, and I walked to my car, got in the car, and went to the restaurant where I was meeting some other people. They said, where you been? I said, well, the Lord led me to go uh, heal this man and then get this other guy born again. And they're going, oh, wow. I'm going, yeah. And then the Lord told me, he said, this is the ministry that I want you to do at all times. This is the minister I want you to be. I don't want you just to hide it behind the doors of the church, but take the glory of God out to people. Be a carrier of the glory of God and let it change the lives of other people that are hurting, people that are in deep darkness. It says here that deep darkness will cover the land and cover the people. And you can see people that right now this land is in complete and total darkness as far as where we're headed. Because it says in the last days that it will get deeper and darker upon people. Deep darkness will be upon people. And it's going to take the light of the glory of the gospel of Jesus Christ to go out to change a lost and dying world. But we are the people that are the ones that do it. And we have to rise up in these last days and understand when revival comes that we're supposed to go out and manifest that glory everywhere we go. Not just behind the doors of the church. And then after we get them born again, take them to church and, and it, it's time for people to get ready and say, you know, we need to spread our tents out just a little bit because there's going to be a harvest coming in. We have to have a place for them. And that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a great harvest coming in, but it's time for us to rise up and take that glory to them and change them because a lot of people won't come to church. They won't do it. They won't go to church, but you can take the church to them. Amen. Verse 4 says, Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. to come. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar, and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. What he's saying here, this is the lost. The lost are coming into the kingdom of God. Verse 5, 
Then you shall see and become radiant. That means that the radiance of the glory of God will be upon you and people will be able to see that glory, see that anointing upon you, just like that man that I led to the Lord in Louisville, Kentucky that day. He could see the glory upon me and it drawed him to me and he says, I want what you have. People want it. And your heart shall swell with joy. There's a move of the Holy Ghost called the joy of the Lord. And there is not just a move, but it's a lifestyle of living in that joy that he fills you up so full of joy that you can't stand it, that you have to, you're filled with laughter and the anointing just rises up in you and you're overflowing with that joy and it, and the anointing comes upon you to such a degree that you go, I am ready to do the work of God. But it, what it does also, it cleanses you. It fills you full of him. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. The cares of this world, they leave. And the only thing that's left is you have a desire to do the will of God. <laughs> Praise God. And also, because the abundance of the, she, the sea shall be turned to you, not she, but sea shall be turned to you, the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Now, I believe this is the, the last day transfer of wealth to the church but you know what's going to happen when you get people born again and people now and i'm talking about it doesn't matter rich or poor but when you get people born again what's going to happen is that wealth is going to come to the church it's coming into the church this is going to be one way that there's a transfer of wealth to the church is by getting people born again their lives are changed i remember before i got born again 99% of my money, or 90%, was given to Budweiser. But after I got born again, I gave my money to the church, and now my total life was devoted to the church and to the Lord Jesus Christ, and everything I had, I wanted to give to Him. And when you become born again, everything you have is turned over to Him. That is, the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you, because we're getting people born again, and they're coming into the church, and the church is growing, and we are manifesting the glory of God in people's lives, and they're being changed, and it is going to change this world. That's what God's will is, is to cause people, their lives to be changed, but then they'll also bring their wealth with them, and the church will continue to grow and grow and grow, and that's how it's going to be the one way that there will be a transfer of wealth. And you know, I, I'm not looking for anything except for the Holy Ghost to do that. He is the one that causes those things to come to pass. He is the one that causes the heart to be changed. He is the one that leads people to the Lord by convicting them, because that's what it says in the Word, that He convicts people of righteousness. And, and He tells people that they need a Savior. And he convicts them, and we're the ones that to bring Jesus Christ, our Savior, to them and present him to them by presenting the gospel. And the gospel is not a dead gospel, but it's a live gospel. Now, Paul said it's not in word only, but also in power. We're supposed to present the word of God, but we're also to present the power of God to people so that they can see that God is real. Amen?
Now let's look at uh, 2 Kings chapter 13, verses 20 through 21. Then Elisha died, and they buried him, and the raiding bands from Moab invaded the land in the spring of the year. So it was that they were burying a man that suddenly they spied a band of raiders, and they put the man in the tomb of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood on his feet. Elisha was dead, but there was enough anointing in the bones of Elisha to raise that man from the dead that was still in his bones. Now just think about Elisha. He was a prophet of old, but just think about the glory of God that resides in us. The glory of God that lives in us, how much power and how much radiance and how much glory comes out of us to other people to cause the lame to walk, the blind to see, the dead to, the dead to be raised, the deaf to hear, the gospel preached to every creature upon this planet, and we go forth in power and in demonstration of power and carriers of the glory of God. Not just a dead church that goes into church and walks back out the same way we walked in, but we are carriers of the glory, taking the glory of God out to the lost and dying world and watching it change. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.